Hi, everybody. It's episode 361 of PodQuest. Hey. It's Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hello. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, not 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 too bad. Sorry. I was in the middle of texting. I'm going to stop now. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Um, I had a, had a decent day today. Well, that's good. Yeah. So now you're about to have a terrible evening. <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. The, Rich, we're not actually having PodQuest this week. This is actually an intervention for you about how I met your mother. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> Just, no. I, I'll, I'll leave if that's what it was. Like, cause you'd also have to, you'd also have to have an intervention for me about how I met your mother, about, uh, community, about, uh, okay. uh Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, that one's actually pretty good. Scrubs. So's community. Eh. Um, yeah, it's I, I. Those are all my like repeat shows. Sometimes Bob's Burgers. Erica has been watching through Scrubs for like I think for mostly the first time. I think I think she's only ever seen like the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got to like what is it? Season eight, I think, is where the show introduces all the interns. That's uh, or is that season uh, seven? No, Maybe it's an eight season out. series. It's season uh season se- with a, with a Z on. Sorry, right? You're talking about. Yeah, so, because it's, like, there's the last season with, like, the core cast where they introduce the interns, and then the following season, the interns are the doctors, and I think just, like, Turk is really left. No, so there's season seven where they introduce some of the interns, including uh, Angry Doctor, which I can't remember, Mahoney, I think is her name, uh, and Aziz Ansari, and then season eight, Mahoney is in it as well, but she's a, a resident or whatever the second year is from interns. And then it's season nine where it's med school and they have the med students. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of then. She got to like that point where like no one really likes the show anymore. And like she was getting through it pretty quickly and then hit that point and just whenever we put Hulu on, I see that like she's still on that same season. It's only like another episode ahead. I'm like, it's bad, isn't it? She's like, yeah, it's not good. If it's season nine, yeah, season nine's fucking garbage. Yeah, shit. If it's season eight, season eight has some of the best episodes on there because it's their finals. No, it's definitely season nine. It's it's the final season because it's the one yeah. where like that, nobody's left. That was actually not supposed to be Scrubs. It was supposed to be in the Scrubs universe, but it was supposed to be called like Med School or something. Yeah, because and, and I think it was season between season seven and eight, the show got canceled and then picked up by a new network. Yeah, uh, yeah, seven and eight, it got or it would have been it it, it got canceled. Like, 8 was the official last season. I think it got canceled during 8. No, or... it switched networks after 7. Okay. Yeah, because it was... Because I, re- I, I wasn't watching it at the time, but I remember the promos for it when it was coming to ABC from mm-hmm. NBC because it ended on the, it ended the season that Carla was pregnant. And the, the when it finally came back for season 8, the, a lot of the promos were like Carla was still pregnant, and I think she was like getting ready to have the kid. And they were making jokes about how long she had been pregnant for, because it had been like a whole extra year. When it was, uh, season eight, Carla was pregnant with the, her second. They, like they were having their second kid by the end of season. Eight. So um, when did she, when did they have their first kid though? Season five or six. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know because I, I remember those jokes from the promos. So I don't know. I, I don't remember those jokes from the rewatches. I so no no they weren't in the show they were like the promos like the oh. like the little like interstitial things like that they would show during other shows not like actual scenes from the show just like hey Scrubs is coming to ABC this fall. Okay, that's weird. I don't. Yeah. Rem- I yeah. That's I, this is also over a decade ago at this point, and yeah, I never watched Scrubs past like season five, I think. Mm-hmm. So, it, 
in my opinion, Scrubs has the best sitcom series finale if you cut out season nine. If you cut out the actual end. Well, no. Once again, just like How I Met Your Mother. Cut the the actual end and it's better. Like, even the writer, like, season nine didn't have Bill Lawrence, who was the original creator. He he does Ted Lasso now. He just makes money in Hollywood with everything he does. And, like, season nine didn't have have Bill Lawrence. Season nine uh, had JD for six of the 13 episodes. Season 9 is not an official season. It's not even looked at as canon by a majority of the cast and writers. Yeah, because weren't the only, like, original series um, regulars Dr. Cox and Turk? Cox and Turk, uh, JD and and Elliot show up a handful of times, uh, as well as the Todd. And um, uh, uh, Dr. Kelso is in a number of episodes as well, but, like... They're not the primary cast. The primary cast is the med student. Yeah, like, I know the, the janitor's gone, because by that point, he was on uh, the middle. Yeah, yeah, he was on the middle. It's, but, they, didn't, they didn't know they were going to get another season, and then they got another season after they filmed the, the season 8 finale, which was a series finale. Yeah. I, also, I would argue, like, I haven't seen that one, so I can't say for sure, but uh, the season 6, I want to say, finale of Parks and Rec... That was it was not their series finale. It was it was the Unity Day Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, is actually the best finale of anything, whether it be series or season. Was well, I like? I, I, if you're gonna add combine them both together, I would have to agree. But I'm saying series finale flat out. Like, well, because I think that that may have actually been the series finale because I think Parks and Rec got picked up late that season. So like they yeah. wrote the show to be the finale in case it didn't yeah. get picked up. And it, it kind of, like, they wouldn't have done a time jump if that didn't happen. They, they, I don't think they would have done a time jump if they didn't think they were going to be canceled. Exactly. And that's why that, that finale was perfect. It, it called back to everything. Um, it, it had a fucking little, little Sebastian hologram. Yeah. I, I, I get, I get, uh, emotional every time I see the, uh, final concert, uh, with, uh, uh, 50, 10,000 candles, right? Yeah, I, b- I believe that's it. 10,000 candles. I've been seeing, and uh, this is another tangent, then we can get on with the actual show. Uh, I've been seeing a lot on, like, uh, Facebook targeted ads and Instagram targeted ads, uh, vinyl for Mouse Rat. And yeah, no, they're, they're releasing an actual album of the songs from the show. Yeah, and uh, so I've been like, I kind of want to buy that. Do it. I don't have a record player. I already have one vinyl I can't play. I, I think Drew has, like, four that he can't play. Two. Uh, they're literally sitting right in front of me. Two and four. I mean, they're, they're both divisible by by two. It's close enough. Uh, unless we're counting the fact that Trainwreck is a double LP, then I have three. Yes, yeah, so we're just gonna round it up to four then to keep it even. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's let's get into the actual show. Did you do any of the intros besides us? I mean, no. So so what's on the agenda for this week? Oh, the agenda for this week. We're gonna start off. Uh, Jordan actually got Mario Golf, and me and him both beat the adventure mode. Uh. Assassin's Creed Infinite, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Infinity, even though I, looked, I, I apologize, I meant to fix that uh, earlier. Infinity, which I looked at this spread this sheet earlier and didn't even see that, so shows how much I pay attention. Uh, there was the uh, state of play last week on Thursday that we're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, Nickelodeon Smash Bros, which I would need to look more into, but I'm super psyched about that. Uh, then, uh, I believe just me and Cobb watched Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Uh, Cobb, you watched Turn of Gundam. I saw Black Widow. I don't know if anybody else did. I did. And uh, that's that's going to be our primary topics for the show. Nice. Uh, so what did you guys think of uh, Mario Golf? 
It's pretty good. I, you 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 just started playing it yesterday, Drinton. So like, I already put my two cents into about a majority of it. What do you, what do you think? Like, good goods or bads? Like, don't do I? And I I'm gonna say, don't focus too much on just the story mode story. Like, who gives a fuck about that? Like, yeah, the yeah, the the, uh, the story in the adventure mode is fucking. It, dumb, it's stupid as but hell. whatever. Uh, the actual golf is good. It's mm-hmm. fun. Some of the modes are dumb, though. Oh, yeah. Like, like I just want to play straight-ass golf, and that is good. But then, like, the cross-country golf, where you can basically... Here's six holes. Decide which order you want to fucking shoot at a man. You have 40 shots to get it in all six or whatever. That's stupid. Dude, I hate. I hated I, that. That was the dumbest shit. I don't even know if cross-country golf is a playable mode in multiplayer. Probably not. I- it probably just shows up that one time in the adventure mode or whatever, and that's it. And it's like, okay, well, that that's a thing. The speed golf is okay. Like, I can see how that could be fun, but I wouldn't, like, normally opt to play that way. So, I'd say. In, in the just golf mode, where it's just play golf, not adventure mode, you have standard uh-huh. speed and battle. That's all you have to choose from. Okay. So they don't even have XC golf. In, like, the multiplayer form. Why fucking put that in? Oh, why did they put it in? <laughs> and, yeah, and it's, that's dumb. And it was for one area. It, uh-huh. Like, I, and I'm, I, I agree with you. Like, the one thing I wanted to do was play fucking Mario Golf. And that entire adventure mode had one regular golf match. The rest of them were XC or Speed Golf. Mostly all Speed yeah. Golf. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It, I I, I want to play some online with you and try that out at some point, mm-hmm. but um I don't know I it was worth it especially like, I, I like we it got it for thirty percent off like the at Target uh oh is his internet crap oh, now is that what it is that was me dropping I don't out. know cool fun this is you happening there? again awesome nope he's not. oh yep yep he just dropped man oh. he was just wasn't he just telling us last week that his internet was uh had been good since Comcast came out. Yeah, this might be something un- like maybe one of his cats knocked his router down or something. Um, yeah, he ju- but- he just sent a, a message that his uh, his internet dropped out. Yeah, so I, I I'll I'll try to uh, continue this a little bit. Hopefully, we I can spread it until he can get back on and he can tell more of his opinion. But the story mode overall is just it, it's milk toast. Like you don't need it. It was dumb. Um, I that's don't what I've know- heard. Everyone everyone's like, oh no, this game actually plays pretty well. Like it's the the Golf is fun. The mm-hmm. quote unquote story mode is stupid. Yeah, and like I don't know if you need to play story mode to unlock battle golf, which battle golf seems really cool, but you don't get to play battle golf in the story mode. So why the fuck make you do the story mode to unlock battle golf? I have to look that up to see if you can actually if if that actually works. Or if, is there any go ahead. way to unlock my internet's back now? Uh, is there any way is the story mode the only way to unlock the courses too? Like I don't know because I was your just like, yeah, is let me go as into back as you think it is. Uh, is it? Uh, you, you just you went super auto tuned there for a second. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to drop again. You every other word you're kind of like. <sighs> All right. Uh, but I think what uh, maybe he's back. Maybe he's not. But I, I think, think he's we... gonna he's gonna try rebooting his stuff. Yeah. Uh, Richard Laundry's think... done. Yeah, it's not mine. Um, I think what he was trying to ask is, is if there's any way, other way to unlock more courses. And from what I've heard, you could have just played regular golf to unlock all the courses. Which is at but, least nice if people don't want to play the, yeah. the adventure mode. 
Yeah, because, like, like I said, you get one regular golf map, and then after that, it's speed golf. And the first speed golf is just, you have to get to your ball and hit it within a certain amount of time, like, under a certain amount of time, and that's it. Then the next area, your speed golf is every stroke adds 30 seconds, and you have to win the match, or you have to complete the match in under 30 minutes. Which, okay. like, so, and, and take a normal golf course. Uh, it's the front nine. So the front nine would have about two, two par fives, three par threes, and four par fours. So four, eight, 12, 16, plus 10 is 26, plus three, six, nine would be 30. What is that? Uh, uh, I, I'm not good at 30, math. I couldn't tell you. 35. Cut that in half because they're 30 seconds. Like it already just to play them, play each one. You have 15 minutes in, just over 15 minutes. Just to if you're gonna get par in every hole, then you gotta run to your ball for every hole as well. It fucking sucked twice or three times actually. I think I lost in that one because my last stroke was made. At thirty sec, under thirty seconds. Same. And so it doesn't just like say like you hit it and then your time is over thirty seconds. Once you hit it, it takes that thirty seconds away, stops the match, and says you do not qualify, and you end it at thirty-five minutes. Yeah, that happened to me. Uh, like you said, I think three times yeah. before I finally got it. Yeah, like that was besides XC golf, the worst mode is time. Like, adding your time up. Like, and then the, 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 the actual championship match in that course was friggin' speed golf point based. So if you were, and it's, it was opposite golf. Basically, you had to get to the hole in the least amount of shots to get the most points. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and not I was like, fun. I was like, fuck this. Because not only do you have to get to the hole with the least amount of shots, you have to get to the hole with the least amount of shots in the least amount of time. Yeah. It's just, it was, it's so, it was so annoying that, like... I, I, I mean, well, I fucking smoked that match. That match, like, oh, yeah. That, hard. that match, I, I got done no problem. I think I restarted once because, like, I did. I restarted on, like, the third hole because, like, just everything was going wrong and I wasn't hitting right. But then the worst part was they teach you the lob shot after that. And I fucking needed a lob shot during that match. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just, it was, the, the whole adventure mode is bullshit. But I, I, you might need it to get the, the, the battle mode. I don't know. Um, but I, Jordan, I think, and I already answered this, but I answered it again. I think you were trying to ask if there's a way to unlock the maps without doing the yeah, adventure. Yeah. If you just played normal golf, you just, you would have to play each, each okay. course. Uh, at least that's what I heard. But I, I think it's, the complexity of the controls are can be as complicated or as simple as you want without changing up the UI. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really like about this game is if I just want to be a simple golf player and just look at the angle, like look at the wind and just hit straight, I can. If I want to try to add spins to it sometimes, I can. And like it, you can be complicated, but you can also just, just be simple. And I like that part. Yeah, did you use... I didn't use curving it very much. I... 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 That... See, curving it was... It's hard to figure out how hard you want to curve it, and, like, I don't know if you want to, like... And that's the part where I'm trying to say, like, it it can be complicated. 
And right mm-hmm. there, it could definitely be complicated trying to figure out curving. But a lot of the times, I I tried curving at least at the end of the, the, the ball, at the end of the drop, instead of, like, midway, just so that it would curve a little bit near the dog leg at the end of the stroke. Yeah. And that was that was about it. Um, I, like, I always had high spin. What did you think about leveling up in the level-up system? Oh, it, it was fine. I don't know. What level were you by the time you finished that? 60-something. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The occasional times where you did have to, like, make a choice on if you wanted to let a thing drop one or not was like, okay, cool. It didn't feel too restrictive, though. Yeah. So. And, like, the the nice part is, like, once you get uh, your speed, control, and spin at 10, you then don't uh, don't have to worry about those until they drop down to 8. So, like, once it drops from 10 to 9, just leave it at 9. And then once it drops from 9 to 8, you boost it up to 10, and that negates it from being dropped. And so that just gives you those extra times to be able to boost your, your distance. I, I'd have to look at what my distance is on my on my me, but it's, like, 270 or something like that. Oh, right, because you play oh, all this with your damn. me. Yeah, what your the adventure mode is all with your me. Uh, I'm gonna see what my... Um, if it says what my me's power is 251 for my me. Damn, yours is way higher than mine. Uh, and so I have uh, max speed, max control, and uh, level 8 spin, which is fine. So, uh, yeah, I have better power shot than all of the power hitters in Mario Golf, which is nuts. Uh, that is actually kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I, 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 I am excited to try, like, other characters. I'm probably not gonna always use my me. I feel like my me is a little overpowered. Um, there were a lot of times where I had to like cut down to a lesser club just to make a good lie. And so power isn't always everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's really fun. I can't wait to play with people. I haven't had a chance to play it with people yet. Uh, still banking on getting this PC soon so that I can stream it. So I really want to stream and play Mario Golf with people. Have you played multiplayer yet? No, I have not played multiplayer. I haven't had a chance to play multiplayer yet. Um, there's, like, there's also a challenge mode I haven't done. Like, I, when I beat it yesterday, was, like, the third time I picked it up since I got the game two weeks. Oh, right, you had mentioned that, uh, you weren't really playing it because you were trying to stream games when you were playing them. Yeah, so, like, I tend to take off of stream on Friday and Saturday, so I would play it then, but past Friday and Saturday were, like, busy and I wasn't just sitting around to play stuff. It wasn't until, like, yesterday, halfway through work, that I was, like... I ain't fucking doing shit. I'm going to play some Mario Golf while waiting for work to come over. We lost Shurton again. Yeah, he just he sent a message that he was restarting his router. Okay. I th- he said that only his uh only his computer was dropping, so I think he might um have like a bad cable or something. Maybe. We'll see. But, you know, these things but, happen. Yeah. We can uh yeah, Mario Golf. Uh eventually there might be some podcast streams of it when I get my PC and um me and Shurton will be able to play with each other. Maybe like I don't know. Honestly, if if we could all get together, we could stream it and just play with one controller because you can do that. Oh, that, that makes is... sense because you would just pass it around because you take turns yeah. playing golf. That that is a mode that they have. If you play if you play turn based golf and not everyone goes at once, it's you can just pass a controller around, which is really cool. Is it yeah. uh what's the uh timing? Uh, you know you know you hit A, you wait for the meter to fill up, you hit A again, sort of thing. For- yes, but that's all it is. Like, most golf games, you hit A for the backstroke, you hit A for the front stroke, you hit A for the stop. In this game, it's you hit A for the bar to go up, you hit A or B for the bar to stop. 
that's it. And then a second bar will go up, and as the second bar is going up, you can try to add spin or curve to it by tilting the stick either all the way or partially or just a little bit uh, for each. Like, there's the, the sections of the bar will be cut into, like, three or four, two, three, or four, depending on your spin control. Okay. And so you can, like, try to get it to angle a little bit more at certain parts of your uh, your your distance that you're going. Okay, yeah, I had heard a couple different places that the golf, while it played well, there wasn't really anything to it. Yeah, it's it it is it is very simple, but also can be very uh complicated if you want it. You don't have to use the curves, but you might get a little bit of a better lie if you do. You don't have to uh uh give yourself uh forward spin or back spin, but it might you might be a little bit better if you do. Like because if you hit A at the top when like when the bar reaches where you want to hit it and you double tap A it'll give you a front spin. If um if the bar gets to where you want it to be and you tap B or double tap B, it gives you a back or a super back spin. So, like, if you want that more specific lie with the ball, you can get complicated, or you can just, like, kind of wing it. And most of the adventure mode, I was just winging it because it's all fucking speed golf. And you only have nine out of the thir- Uh, is it nine? It might have actually been seven out of the 13 clubs you normally have in a golf. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you only have half a golf bag because if you carry more than the seven, your speed is slower because you're carrying too many clubs. It's the dumbest. I swear, the dumbest. That really does sound kind of useless. Yeah, uh, it's it, it limits, like, the, the, the adventure mode limits so much what you can do because it's all speed golf that, like, the the difference in where you can get your ball to drop is so far from each other. There that like it, you, like if you time it right and hit it with the right power, but like it's either you're going over the pin or under the pin. There's no like finding a club that'll reach exactly where the pin is ninety percent of the time. Okay. Yeah. I also just just to sort of rewind for a second because I didn't want to trail you off of that. Mm-hmm. I never. In, in years of knowing how to play a golf game, um, like I, I used to play like Nintendo golf, like just mm-hmm. golf. I never realized that you could look at it as like, as your, your backswing and everything like that for the different taps. I was always just like, you just, you tap it twice. You, you tap yeah. it to stop it. You tap it to stop it again. No, yeah. It's you tap it once for the backswing and see how far back and you tap it again for the front swing. Yeah. Never. I've also never played golf. So it's not a thing that, I thought about that way, but that actually makes way more sense that your taps are kind of how far you're swinging the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I, like, in those older golf games that I'm remembering, too, no matter how you hit, hit it, the um the sprite of the golfer is always just kind of doing a full swing. Yeah, I think, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Like, I think I used to play a Genesis golf game, um, and yeah, it's, like, they don't do their swing animation until you're done setting whatever you're going to do. So, like, they just do this. It's, but, like, in newer games, it tended to, like, correlate as you're hitting the button, your character is swinging back. But it's, like, first A to start your swing back, second A to swing forward. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's not, it's not, what's his name? Oh, Rory McIlroy PGA Tour, like, 2014 <laughs> or whenever that game came out. Uh, yeah. McIlroy. No, McIlroy is, is somebody else. They, they make podcasts about Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and I don't, the other one's just a comedy podcast, right? It's an advice show for a modern era. That's fair. Actually, speaking of them, 
I think it was Justin tweeted out something the other day about crescent rolls. <laughs> okay, and it, I believe that would be a Justin tweet. He tweeted something along the lines of, like, every time he has a crescent roll, he wonders why he doesn't just always eat crescent rolls. <laughs> but then followed that up, like, moments later with, these crescent rolls made are making this house smell as Baptist as you can get or something like that. It was just, it was a very, very funny tweet, and I recommend going to Justin's Twitter and finding it. I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday or, yes, or the day before? Yes, it was yesterday. It was 23 hours ago. It made me laugh. I did not do it justice because I don't remember it verbatim, but it, it was very funny. Andrew, do you, do you think you're stable now? I hope so. Is there any other Mario Golf stuff you would like to say before we move along? Um, Not really, I, uh, other than I want to play some multiplayer because I want to see how that game is against, because the AI is super easy. Well, there you go, Rich. You have somebody to play yeah. with. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, prob- Probably Friday, maybe. We'll see. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not really playing ga- any other games with anybody else because there, anything else would be on PC. My PC can't really handle things. So if I'm playing games on Friday, it'll probably be Mario Golf. Um, well, why don't you just get a new PC? <laughs> I, I'm honestly <laughs> at the point of thinking of emailing HP and being like, hey, can I get an update? Because it hasn't moved since I ordered it. I mean, that's get- what it, that is what will happen. It will, the day before it ships, it'll go into production. And then it'll ship on the day that they've estimated. Yeah. Here's the update. We don't have any 30... You got a 3060, right? I think so, yeah. Here's the update. We don't have any 3060. Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> we don't... We, uh... That we were selling you your uh, graphics card for too cheap. Uh, we had to buy a PC just to get a graphics card, and so we're waiting for that to be built so that we can take that graphics card out and put it into your PC to send it to The good news is, and this is not a shot against your your purchase, nobody really wants the 3060. Like, it's the 3070 and up that is, like, the real hot ticket item. Mm-hmm. So, like, Dell can definitely get some 3060s off of uh, NVIDIA. Yeah. It might take a little, a few extra days, because NVIDIA's trying to make more 3070s and 80s and 90s, but they'll definitely get them. Yeah. If you had gotten a 3070, there's a chance your order would just be canceled. Or, I'm sorry, um, HP, not Dell. They they sent me an email on uh, Monday about my care packet registration. I'm like, it's like you need your serial number. I don't even have my fucking computer <laughs> yet. <laughs> How do I register my care package if I don't have my co- fucking computer yet? Oh, man, what if it shipped and it just went to the wrong house and now somebody else is playing with your PC? No, I keep checking the status of my order and it just says, like, uh, received or whatever. Uh, order confirmed. It's not even in assembly yet. And when did you order it? Uh, I ordered it, where's that? On the 20th. So it's been almost a month. And when it's scheduled to arrive will have been after I make my second payment on my credit card. Which is very funny. Yeah. But that's what I get for going with HP and having a PayPal, uh, credit instead of going with, like, Dell or somewhere else. Interior. Internal yeah. lines. I think you got a decent deal through HP, so... Yeah, yeah. It is it's, what it it's, is. It's a solid PC. It, it's it, when when it show when it arrives, it arrives, and I'll be super excited to play different kinds of games and stuff. Only, only on you there. can't afford new games because you just spent all your money on the fucking PC. <laughs> Look, my piece, my 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 birthday is shortly after my PC arrives. People better be giving me Steam cards and shit. <laughs> hint, hint for anyone listening who's going to give me a birthday gift. Just give me Steam cards. I'll get you an Epic Game Store card. You know what? Fine. <laughs> I'll deal with it. They do, they do some free games in a while. I should check that out. They, 
do like free games like literally constantly. Yeah, don't think they, it's like isn't it a weekly or something like that? Yeah, I think it's weekly. So anyway, yeah, Assassin's Creed Infinity. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, uh, I did twenty minute thirty minutes ago when I started reading the doc. No, that's a lie because you told us at the top of the show that you missed it the first time you read the doc. Well, I know. So thirty minutes ago when I read the doc, I heard about. It. Oh shit! Yeah, we are thirty minutes in. Jesus Christ. Uh, so Ubisoft seems to be planning uh, a live service version of Assassin's Creed. That's what Assassin's Creed Infinity is is shaping up to be. Uh, it was definitely not something they planned on revealing right now. Uh, it looks like uh, one Jason Schreier was about to publish an article over at Bloomberg about it, and Ubisoft just jumped on it ahead of time and published their own blog post about it also. This mm-hmm. way it wasn't like a, a – it wasn't technically a leak at that point. Yeah. Uh, it's probably not coming until 2024 at the earliest, if it happens at all. There's actually a chance that they just decide this isn't worth the investment and scrap the whole idea. Mm-hmm. The idea seems to be, though, that uh, Montreal and Quebec Studios would sort of be the ones head like heading the initiative. They would s- seemingly pass it back and forth, almost like Call of Duty. Well, actually, I think those two studios already do this with the Assassin's Creed games. I was about to uh, equate it to Call of Duty, but that doesn't quite work. So those the two Canadian French Canadian studios will uh, be handling the majority of the work on this, but it sounds like Ubisoft is basically going to just have all of their studios involved in one way or another, mm-hmm. and it, it'll it'll be a live service Assassin's Creed. It'll get content updates. It'll have present storyline story storyline in different parts of the past as you explore things through the Animus. I guess there's not a whole lot of like hard details for it yet. But, like, do we need a live-service Assassin's Creed game when people aren't super into the 100-hour Assassin's Creeds that have been coming out? I, 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 Probably not. I've heard Valhalla's great, though. Like, are people not about Valhalla? And People now- are about Valhalla for the first 20 hours, and then it goes on for another 90 hours. And it's just... it's this, So people really liked Origin. Origin was apparently really well done. It was long like that, but it worked. Since then, they're no longer assassins. Like, yeah, the and the games just keep going and keep getting further and further away from like anything people want. They're just like shoving content into them yeah. in just an unnecessary it's, way. Yeah, it's they're using the term Assassin's Creed very loosely anymore just to sell more games. They yeah, exactly. Make, they they want to make a Viking game. Oh, you know, but they don't want a new IP. Oh, we'll just make an assassin. It's yeah, like like I've I've fell off assassin the Assassin's Creed train with. Uh, following Black Flag, because I really loved Black Flag, but there wasn't much of the real-world stuff, and they've taken even more of that away, if there's none at all, for the most part, in there, that I'm just like, I'm, I'm, like, I was intrigued because of the multiple story, the the dual storylines running in the game. Now that it's just like, oh, go be a Viking, I'm like, I kinda don't wanna. Like, not in this game. Yeah, and apparently they're just, they're paced, like, they are apparently good games. Like people enjoy the the core of them, but they're mm-hmm. super poorly paced. They go on for way too long, and people just fall off of them. It's similar to like the uh, ooh, Watch Dogs games. People yeah. like them conceptually, but then when they actually play them, they're like these don't have any real depth or narrative to them. They're just they just kind of flounder for a while and then finish. Yeah. So yeah, I personally don't think we need a. I think if anything, they need to rethink Assassin's Creed in a different way and bring it back to the the smaller experiences that they were a decade ago. 
in in my mm-hmm. in my like because I haven't played since Black Flag. The best Assassin's Creed was, and they need to bring it back to. I know a lot of people might not have liked the ship combat, or at least you cop didn't like the ship combat. Oh, I fucking hated it. It was terrible. They, they they need to bring it back to a lot of that formula, but keep what a lot of what they've done as well. I, like these games could be really great open world games, but it's so much like I, it's just not. I, I don't, at least in my experience up till Black Flag, like the follow missions were stupid. Like they could have been better. Like the, the, like learning information stuff could have been so much better. Yeah. I mean, just... frankly, Brotherhood was peak for that series. Brotherhood had the best present storyline portions and the best assassin, like Ezio portions. Yeah. That was peak for that game. Every game after that was slightly downhill until Black Flag, where like, Black. I didn't like Black Flag, but it was not a bad game. Like Black Flag was like the last, yeah, like you're like good one as far as like people were concerned, because then Unity came out and everyone just lost faith in it. And I don't, not enough people played Syndicate. I think is also the problem. Like from what I hear, Syndicate's actually very good. It's it flounders a bit because nobody likes the male assassin. Everyone likes Evie. I think her name yeah. is. Uh, I don't even know what the the brother's name is because everyone only ever talks <laughs> about the female. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then after that, they went to the the giant open world ones. And I played a, I don't know, twenty or thirty hours of Origins. Origins was really good. Bayak was a f- really cool character, but I don't have a hundred hours of Assassin's Creed in me. <laughs> yeah, and and I think their 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 biggest problem is they keep trying to re like in- incorporate new ideas with like if you think about like Assassin's Creed one through. Uh, Black Flag, like each game had like new new gadgets and new fight styles and things like that, and eventually they ran out of things ideas that they could do with gadgets and fight styles. Like, oh, we can't use a, a hook to zipline down things anymore. What can we do? Oh, let's just make the world bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it's like you're going further and further back in time, and so you can't have technology advance too far when you keep going further back. Although, like, I, I believe, uh, I like, Odyssey and, and, and Origins are the furthest back, and then you've got Valhalla, which I, I don't know the time frame for Valhalla. I don't know when Vikings were big. I don't know if that equates to close to around the same time frame as Odyssey it, and Origins. No, no, it's, it's definitely after that, cause, um, the, I wanna say, based on the story that I vaguely remember them talking about, by the time of Valhalla, um, the Roman Empire is no longer kind of stretched across Europe. Mm-hmm. So this is probably like 5th or 6th century, I'm assuming, is where Valhalla takes place. Yeah. Versus probably BC for um, Origin and what was the other one called? Odyssey. Odyssey, thank you. Yeah, and, and like that's the thing. Like, they built this great, awesome sounding story leading up to 2012, uh, like to the apocalypse of 2012. And like at one point, like, a lot of us were expecting a, like, modern era, modern times Assassin's Creed at some point, And we just never got that. Like, and, and they just, from what I hear, just cut out all of the modern time stuff. And it's just, it's, like, to me, that's not Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, Valhalla is set between 872 and 878 AD. I was, I was not that far off considering how many centuries yeah, it could have been <laughs> mm-hmm. and, for, and a game i've never played before so that's probably post assassin's creed one but pre-assassin's creed two yeah because Ezio stuff was definitely in like the 1600s i want to say yeah that's like the renaissance yeah 
So it, it is definitely pre Assassin's Creed Two. I don't remember when Altier's stuff was supposed to be though. His his is like Crusades. N- uh, yeah, that? Crusades. So that would be after that too, then, because the Crusades were like the twelve hundred yeah, or eleven hundred, something like that. Okay. So yeah, got, and got to brush up on your history there, Rich. I haven't taken a history course in um fifteen years, so I mean, same. Exactly why it's time to brush up on it. Uh, but yeah, and that's that's like like I said, like. All of those games kept getting new and new and more modern technology, and now they keep going further back. That you can't have that mo- quote modern technology. You have to have that older technology. So what are they going to do? Uh, magic powers and um, bigger maps? Sure. Yeah, and I know from I played a little bit of Odyssey because it was the game that was part of the Stadia trial or whatever they did that like the beta test for Uh stadia from two years ago give or take three years ago right yeah i played the opening of that game it was it was a a um like a war combat game in the in the beginning Mm -hmm. like it it was a giant battlefield where you were fighting people with swords and spears and shit it was not nothing like an assassin and from what i've seen of valhalla you are also having fights with armies you know you're not there's probably sneaking around in both of those games but they're definitely putting more of a emphasis on these big elaborate fights it's like you're a fucking assassin you're not part of the fucking infantry you're sneaking fucking up behind people and stabbing them in the fucking jugular with your hidden blade yeah it's they they they're they're relying too much on the open world which people i mean i don't i don't know how many people actually really want open world anymore or at least if they're going to give you an open world, don't have it so big. I mean, people either want open world for, like, sandboxy stuff or multiplayer. Like, the, yeah. that's what the majority of people want at this point. Yeah. And it's like, th- those games aren't very sandbox. They're, they're not sandboxy. Like, I don't think there's much, if any, crafting besides, like, upgrading your armor in those. There's no need to farm or anything like that. Like, in, I think it was Brotherhood when, or, or maybe it was Assassin's Creed 2, when, when, uh, Ezio had his, like, villa that he made money off of, like, you didn't even really need that. Like, it, it, they went a little too far with some of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree. But I guess we will find out in 2024-ish if there's going to be an Assassin's Creed Infinity. Um, uh, it's a look. I find it a little funny that they're going with the same naming kind of convention that uh, that Halo is using after all of sort of the I don't want to say backlash because it's not the name that got backlash it was the the poor display of the game but like Halo doesn't have a great showing yet and they're just going with the same name it's like people weren't super excited about a live service Halo game people like Halo a whole lot more than they like Assassin's Creed come on Ubisoft think th- think yeah, things through look I I just want to know like. Are all their new season DLCs gonna just be more towers? Yep. <laughs> like, like that's all it is. It's just one big tower. Like the next, like every map is good. It's just gonna be, hey, look, this tower just arrived. Go climb it and find out everything that you can. Fucking tower climb. <laughs> so last week, uh, the day after we recorded, there was a Sony State of Play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything super exciting. Uh, they kind of told us ahead of time. It, it was third party indie stuff, which their idea of indie seems a little skewed um based on like the games that were shown there but yeah, yeah. It, and they also said it was going to deep dive into some more deathloop which they i thought it was nice that they waited till the end normally that stuff like that is here's 15 minutes of deathloop at the end and then here is 15 very quick minutes of other stuff yeah and it was yeah. kind of it was swapped and it was actually 
I think it was only like 10 minutes of Deathloop death at a, the end. About, give or take 10, of Deathloop. And in my opinion, that was the worst part of the state of play. And this isn't me being bitter about how much we're seeing fucking Deathloop. This is me being legitimate. That game doesn't look good. So I have to say, like, I did not watch the Deathloop portion. I stopped before then because I just don't care. I'm not going to buy Deathloop. Mm. But I don't think the game looks bad. I actually think it looks incredibly interesting. I just don't want an asynchronous multiplayer sort of thing like that. I don't even know if that would be considered asynchronous. I don't know what that would be considered. I don't want a game where somebody can just hop in my game and fuck up my entire time. They did say that it could be a, an AI or a player. You can probably set it. But, like, you could probably set it to always be AI. But, like, I don't know. The concept of the game doesn't make sense. That, like, you have to kill all of these people in one day. Because so time You don't know anything about the every- story, do you? They, they give you information about the story. So... You're on this island, and you're sent to this island to kill... To th- You're stuck on this island, and, um... In order to stop this time loop, you have to kill these six people in this, by the end of this day. And, th- like, this is flat out what they say in this thing. That you're stuck in this time loop in order to stop it. And from what you've said in the past, like, people, there's rich people trying to live on this island or whatever that exactly. have this time loop to exactly. live for eternity. But if this time loop happens and you have to kill these six people by the end of the day, when that sixth person dies and the day ends, isn't it just going to restart their lives and bring them back to life? And what is killing them in one day going to fucking do? Well, I think that's the whole thing. You, you're supposed to kill them in one day so that you can then end the time loop. Like, that's the... that's the, the I am sure there is actually more to it in the actual game that they're just not fully revealing. But I think the concept's actually interesting. It's just... I, it's it's basically a roguelike, and I have no interest in roguelikes. It so. certainly it certainly is a roguelike. They, they, there's a you get an ability where you can die up to twice before the the loop happens when you die fully, um, and you get uh, the this this resource that uh, helps you hold on to weapons if the loop starts if if you fully die, um, and, and it's just like to me like I, I'm all for roguelikes. I, I, like, yeah, I, I have, uh, deferring viewpoints than a lot of people on, on Hades. Uh, I don't fully get the, the, the allure of a lot of it. I do see it as, it is a roguelike, and it, and, and it, I, I just don't think it's as good as everyone said it is, but I still think it's an enjoyable game. That's, that's, that's another, like, we've had that conversation before, but, like, I'm all for roguelike. But this one just doesn't, just doesn't do it. And it just, like, the, the the gunplay looks dumb. Like, it, it's just... I don't know. Everything about this game just doesn't look good. Which, I mean, I, I can completely understand that. I just... I think the game looks good. I just... It's not 60 or $70 good for somebody like me who does not like that type of game, so would end up never playing it. Yeah. Now, outside of Deathloop, though, was there any particular games that kind of stood out to either of you that you're... Like, that you actually want to, to see more of or, or get when it comes out? Uh, the first, uh, well, they started with Moss, Tribes of Midgard, and Fist, and all three of those are like, I was like, these are definitely games I would love to play. Unfortunately, Moss 2 is, um, uh, uh, VR, which I don't have a VR headset, um, but Tribes of Midgard we saw at, at, um, E3, but they gave us a little bit more about it, but Fist looked just really cool. It was like that side-scrolling, uh, beat-em-up platformer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, with the with the rabbit. Yeah, with the rabbit, and it just was. I was like, this this looks really cool, and I'm like, I'm super into it. 
It's got a little bit of like a Metroidvania feel to it from what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like, it might, too. Like, it might be a Metroidvania type game. I I don't really know much about it. It just, I thought it looked. And then, uh, we saw Sifu last year, but, uh, or at least in a previous state of play. But, like, it re-piqued my interest, even though we're not getting it until next year. Um, yeah, like, for the most part, in my opinion, every game spotlit in that state of play was a game that would intrigue a f- one, if not everyone, minus Deathloop. That's fair. And, honestly, there are a lot of people that are actually super excited for Deathloop. Yeah. It's just a shame uh, that I will Sony has been Deathloop. shoving it down our throats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, hey, I- it's... It's it's money for Xbox that Sony's going to have to <laughs> deal with, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. I, In I a liked, weird way. I liked with Fist that it kind of was like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, but also a bullet hell at some points. Yeah, like that game just looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be super weird. Yeah. And, yeah. and then uh, they showcased Hunter's Arena, which is free on PS Plus starting August 3rd, actually, I believe they said. Just the first Tuesday. It's their free game for PS Plus. Um. That is de- that is a game that I was like, oh, this looks really cool. I'm going to be totally outclassed almost immediately. Yeah, that one I'm interested yeah. in because it's a little bit different take on a battle royale. Yeah, because it's not guns. Yeah, it's like a a MOBA crossed with a battle royale type of thing. I I mean, they called it a fighting game. Yeah, crossed with a battle royale, and, like, and that's like, I think it's going to have like fighting game inputs and shit. Yeah, it looks like when you're when you get into like big fights with actual players it does turn very fighty but if you can like sneak up on or like maybe it's like more action when it's uh monsters but fighting game when it's actual people i like i don't know it looked really cool but i'm a gamer i'm not a good gamer i know i'm gonna be bad at that game that you will like i'm going to be outclassed almost immediately i could play that game day one and be outclassed by a 12 year old who's has been playing for 10 minutes. Get good. I, I mean, it's. It, I'll have to try. Like, it's, it's it's free, and it's a game I will certainly try, but I am. I, I don't think it's going to be one of those battle royales that call to me to go back to it. Like, um, uh, Fall Guys. I, I consider Fall Guys essentially a battle royale, and um, uh, uh, Apex. I mean, like, bo- like, Fall Guys is, in a way, a battle royale. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a shooter, but yeah, yeah. it still has that mentality to it. Yeah. It's the the last person standing. Yeah. So like the, yep. those those games like call to me. Like I'm like, man, that's been a while since I played this. I should play it. I think that game I'll play it a few times, and I don't know if it'll ever call to me to play it. Yeah, that's quite possible. But hey, at least you'll give it a shot. Yeah. But uh, is there any, any other games that you guys want to like spotlight or talk about from that or Drew? The arcade Geddon seemed like it could have been cool, but then they talked about it on the Bombcast, and it seems like it sucks. So maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I was I I saw that and I was like, oh, this seems really cool. Like, I wonder what it's going to be like. Um, it 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 seemed I, d- different. Yeah, and I think th- honestly, the problem with that game right now could be it's early access. There wasn't a ton of content in it, yeah. so it seemed like Jeff played through the available content in, like, 30 minutes, and then played for another two and a half hours, because he was stuck, kind of stuck playing with randoms online who were trying to get to the top of the leaderboard, and he was he was the host and would have felt like a dick for just dropping out on them. Mm-hmm. 
when like one guy jumped on Mike apparently and said, "Oh, we're near the top of the leaderboard," and he was like, "Oh, well, I guess we're playing the war." Yeah, I, it 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 was like they they talked about it like it's a seasonal um like a lot uh uh services game, right? Like like what Assassin's Creed is gonna be? I think that's what it, what they were talking about. It's maybe I I don't know because it's early on. Yeah, but like it. You know, it seems interesting, like a co-op-y shooter Diablo type thing. Yeah. So, but I think I'm going to hold off until that game is out, out. Yeah, I, if, I, I didn't realize it was on early access. If I could try to get into it, I might, but I'm not, I'm not going to push it. Like, I'll, I'll just... I mean, you can. It's $20. Oh, to get into early access? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... That's how early access works. Just buy it. Well, like, sometimes they do, like... Like, free beta, whatever some games uh, do, so... Well, I mean, generally when things are in early access, it's you're buying it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it might be more... It usually is more expensive later, but you already paid for it. Yeah. But, like, you only have... You have access to the content as it rolls out, but what you're paying for right now is likely a small chunk of the full game later and hope that the game actually comes out as a full game and doesn't just like wither and die because it doesn't get enough early access yeah like that magic the gathering diablo game yeah yeah exactly Uh, and some games do like the early access thing where you pay for it and then go free to play yeah and and some games are so promising that you pay for the lifetime super membership and then it dies (laughs) after a month fucking hellgate that was your that was your decision yeah that that was your fault i knew i I even was like, nah, that game's actually not good. Eric, Eric got me into hype, and I really enjoyed playing it, uh, because we did get, like, I think they did an open access beta or something like that, and so I, like, I really liked it, uh-huh. and so I, I went back and forth about, like, should I buy into the lifetime thing? Uh, I, sh- I don't know, because it was going to be a monthly rate uh, if you don't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, all right, I'll just buy into it, a hundred bucks, and this game's gonna be out for a while. And then, no, it died after like <laughs> two months or something. I think I stopped playing it after like a week and a half. I can't remember, but I, I remember really liking it. But then never got anybody to play it with me, even though everyone said they'd play it all together. And then it's just, yeah, yeah, but that never happens. Yeah, I know. That's, everyone that's, says they're gonna play everything together, and then nobody does. That's, that's my life, and why I don't pl- buy games to play with people. Good call. Anymore. Like, I, you, there, there were a good number of times where I, like, bought games on Steam sale because they're like, oh, we'll play it, get it, we're gonna play it today, and we'll play it from time, like, play it every week or whatever. And then we played it once for three hours, and then never, and then the next time we do play it, they had played it, but didn't tell me they were playing it, so they were super great at it, and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, so I was just sitting there letting them do it. That's why you gotta get good. How do you get good if you play the game for an hour? That's, you play more than an hour. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, you guys actually mentioned. Well, Rich, you particularly mentioned the two things that I thought looked interesting, which was Moss and Fist. Mm-hmm. Those are the I like the, the original Moss was fantastic, and yeah. that Fist game just looks. Uh, we don't. I don't even really know what it is, other than it's definitely like a side scroller. Yeah, but it, it looks like it's going to be super cool. So yeah, the the Moss game reminded me. My brother has this uh, tabletop game called Mice and Mystics. And it just, as I was watching Moss, I was thinking of that board game. That's probably, I I could see the correlation there. Yeah, yeah. So, did you guys see Nickelodeon Smash Brothers? No, I just saw Twitter talking about it a lot. (laughs) So, 
we've been over this. I don't think Smash Brothers is a good game. I just, I don't enjoy it. I have no doubt that this is going to be a very bad interpretation of a game that I already don't like, but holy shit, does it have some characters. So it's it's called Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Never heard of the company making it. It's uh, Ludosity and Fair Play Labs, and it's being published by Game Mill Entertainment. I should have looked this up beforehand, but I didn't. It's actually due out in the fall of this year on everything. Uh, some of the characters it's going to include are Michelangelo and Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles, SpongeBob, Sandy, and Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants, and then two characters named Lucy Loud and Lincoln Loud from the Loud House. Rich, do you know what those are? No. Okay. You sometimes know that stuff just because you have, like, younger nieces and stuff like that. And a lot of these shows, or a good number of these shows, I might have watched myself. I mean, that's fair, too. But uh, from there, which those are all things that are, you know, still relative. Like, relevant. Not relative. Relevant. Uh, but fucking SpongeBob is going to be on forever. It's going to outlive us. But uh, <laughs> we also have Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. Oblina. From Ah Real Monsters, Helga from Hey Arnold, Danny Phantom, Invader Zim, well Zim from Invader Zim, Reptar from fucking Rugrats, and my personal favorite, fucking Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, that's great. It's gonna be so great. Like I thought when I so I hadn't I I had seen stuff about this on Twitter, just like that there was a Nickelodeon uh, Smash Brothers clone. I just assumed it was all, like, the newer shitty Nickelodeon things, like the fucking puppies that are fucking uh, cops and robbers and shit. But I did not expect them to go back into, like, the 90s and, like, early 2000s with some of this. I'm surprised they... So this is only the characters that have been revealed. They haven't... Re like, there's more characters that have not been shown yet. I'm assuming though there will be some Avatar The Last Air Airbender stuff. Like, I can only assume. I So I was trying to look up not to, uh, oh no, I'm gonna throw, I'm, I'm gonna just cut you off here. I was trying to look up Ludosity Interactive just to see what else they've done. And so I searched Ludosity Interactive, and the first thing that popped up, and this is using Bing because I'm on Edge, is Ludosity.com. And it goes immediately to NickelodeonAllStarBrawl.com. And if you, like, go through the website, like, if you hover over Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, there's no link, and it just, uh, gives you, like, you know how you have that little box underneath? Like, what you're hovering over, it just says title as the image. If you scroll down to all the characters that they have announced, and you hover over them, for Nigel, it says narrator portrait BG. Narrator underscore portrait BG. <laughs> for, um, uh, uh, Olga, right? From, uh, um, yeah, from, from Hey Arnold. Mm -hmm. Rival underscore portrait BG. Uh, Michelangelo, pizza, underscore portrait, and Leonardo. Get, what is Leonardo? What would you think Leonardo would be? Leader? Nope. Sword. Nope. Moon, <laughs> underscore portrait. Uh, uh, Powder Toast Man, hero. Uh, uh, Reptar's mascot, which that's kinda, kinda works. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. And this is just making fun of this, this, this company and its website now. Uh, what do you think SpongeBob is? Sponge? Nope, Druton. Oh, I don't even know. Apple. Sure. Why not? Apple underscore portrait. Yeah, that's. Yeah, this website's bad. Eh. Uh, or or like yeah, I I don't think this company has really made anything. So it looks no. It they they have, but like nothing super major. But their last thing is a Smash Brothers like that looks. I mean, generic, but competent 
let's say. Yeah, it looks like the other studio, Fairplay Labs, made that really bad G.I. Joe game that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I, I don't remember that game. I, it was very bad. Yeah. Uh, they also made that game Never Alone about, like, the, the girl from, like, the Arctic with, like, the white wolf puppy dog thing, which I've never actually played that. I don't think I ever played that game, but it just, it has a very, uh, memorable, like, aesthetic to it. But yeah, like, this, this all-star brawl thing, like, it's just, the game's probably gonna be bad, but they're going deep for characters. They're, they're trying to get the, that, that nostalgia money. Definitely. They're trying to get, like, the kids like me, who, like, see some of these characters, like Danny Phantom, as well as Powder Toast Man, remember and enjoyed both of those shows. At least, I hated Ren and Stippy. Loved Powder Toast Man. And God, you hate good things. I, I, I did not find Ren and Stimpy <laughs> funny. Not when I was a kid and not when it was for adults. I just never found that show funny. Um, well, go back and watch the original as an adult. Don't watch the MTV shit. That was bad. Yeah, it was. That was bad. Right. But com- come on, the original Ren and Stimpy in like 1992 on Nickelodeon fucking had Dingleberry jokes on fucking Nickelodeon. I mean, Dingleberries are just... Fur-covered poop, or poop-covered fur, so just Chase saying. gets dingleberries. But you have to assume, too, with this game, like, they only have one Ariel monster. Like, there are others. They're, I'm sure they're going to have, they're like, they're not going to only have Oblina in the game. Yeah, Ipkiss right? and Crumb are going to be in. Yeah. Uh, I, same thing, yeah. like, they're not going to have just Helga from Hey Arnold. Yeah. And, I mean, where's Rocco? Where's Heifer? Uh, Where are the other two Ninja Turtles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I honestly, I'm also wondering, like, you think they're going to throw in, like, Pete and Pete, and, uh... Well, no, I mean, if, if they're going to have anybody, Pete you're going to have... Pete are going to be difficult. Yeah, I, I don't think anything with actual humans. No. I, I, it would be cool, it would be funny if they did, like, the, uh, the plunger dude from, from Salute Your Shorts. Zeke um, the Plumber? Yeah, Zeke the Plumber. I mean, you gotta go back even further. Like, the first DLC characters, Barth from You Can't Do That on Television, and fucking Mark Summers. <laughs> I mean, if you did Pete and Pete, you'd have Artie, the strongest man in the world. I mean, you also have characters like you, you have uh, Clarissa. You've got mm-hmm. the cast of Hey Dude. You've got um, Alex yeah. Mack. Like, there's a lot of live act. You got fucking Ed from Good Burger. Yeah. Like, they, they could make it work. They could definitely make it work with real life characters. Because, like, look at, for instance, Nigel Thornberry and Olga. Like, they, they're just people. But they're exaggerated no, but- cartoon people. It's not an issue of them being people. It's an issue of ha- being able to go get a license to use their likeness in the game, and th- like they'd have to go get Danny Tamborelli to agree to be in the game. Like they can't just they can't go to Nickelodeon and be like, "Can we use this person?" Yeah, that's the difference. True. I, like I'm looking at the trailers and stuff, the videos they have for their Slap City game on Steam. It looks like a it, it plays like a Smash Brothers. Like, exactly like a Smash Brothers. Not like PlayStation All-Stars, whatever the fuck that game... Was that the name of that game? Was there another name, no, it was, word in it, the title of that? It was PlayStation All-Stars. So, like, I don't know. It, this game probably could be alright. Yeah. Yeah. Probably could be alright. But we kind of just have to wait and see and just don't hold your breath. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. So, yeah, I... I don't want to buy this game. I don't even really want to play this game. I just want to see what other characters are in it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I Probably what they'll do is have a Nintendo Direct where they just talk about all the characters for 45 minutes. Well, this isn't a Nintendo-exclusive <laughs> game, so odds are they won't. 
But I see, I, I, I see what you were saying there. Goodness. Uh, but yeah, that's it. it I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I want to know the other characters. Like, is, is it just Zim, or is Gur gonna be part of Zim's character, or is Gur just gonna be in it? Um, no, Gur's gonna be like, like the, the, um, the assist trophies. Yeah, I was gonna say, are they gonna have assist trophies? Like, how much are they going to copy Smash? I mean, all the way, right? Probably, probably. Yeah. So, what's next on here, Rich? Uh, it, it makes sense that you forgot what was next on here because of feelings on what's next on here. But me and you did watch Resident Evil in Infinite Darkness. Yeah, I don't even want to necessarily claim that I watched it because I I literally don't remember it at all. <laughs> Which honestly, I totally understand. It is very forgettable. Um, you, like I watched it. Oh, Saturday morning before I did any like yard work. Or Saturday Sunday morning before I did any yard work. Like I sat there and I watched it. You watched it while working. So, like, I missed a few things because I was bored. So I was looking at my phone or whatever at, from time to time. That was so my you... problem, too. Like, I, I was working, but, like, I had no work. I was waiting on stuff. Yeah. So, like, I was actually just sitting paying attention to the TV, but it was so poorly yeah. done and it's... boring. I just, I spaced out the entire time. The only yeah. two, th- the only thing I remember, Leon and Claire were in it. That's it. So this thing <laughs> is uh four episodes... Longest episode is like twenty eight minutes. Shortest is twenty five. Um, and and there it's what was it a hundred and four minutes total or something like that. One hundred and three minutes total, something. Um, and it just it's each episode kind of feels too disconnected from the episode prior, but it's all supposed to take place within a short amount of time frame. And it's just like I I watched it. I took everything in. I know what happens. Like it. Like I. Like, I remember scene by scene for the most part. I have no idea what the fuck this was about. It wasn't good. It wasn't written well. And the the art and animation was like, on slow shots, was rough. On faster shots, more action-packed shots, was like a little bit better. But like, when it was just them talking, you could tell that like, whoever did the um, localization for English just didn't do it well. Uh, you could, cause you, it was just, it was poorly dubbed, uh, at least poorly timed, not as much poorly dubbed. Uh, voice acting was fine. I don't know if it was like the current modern voice actors for, cause I know Mercer does Leon in, 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 uh, two remake. I don't know if he does Leon in this. So like, it just overall, like it just, it didn't make sense. None of it. Yeah. And I, I wish I could like, I wish I could like actually have any input on this, but I legitimately, I I think that at one point they were in like refugee camps, but that's the very beginning of the game. Claire was in a refugee or not game movie, uh, show. Claire was <clears throat> at um a refugee camp because she was working with this group of a country that's a obviously a fake country. I don't remember the name of it. Trying to get them more settled, and they're situated right outside of China. And so, like, the United States had invaded them years prior, or at least prior that year or something like that, to, like, help them gain democracy and independence from China. And, like, in general, the story was basically made out to be that the United States was using a platoon of soldiers, or at least somebody in the United States, not necessarily the United States, but somebody who worked for the president, was creating a group of soldiers that were infected with the with a virus a zombie virus to invade china by in, by 
pushing for democracy in this country and push, putting military aid there before they go to China. It was very political, a lot more political than I was expecting of a Resident Evil thing. And it just, like, the, the, like, they, they mentioned Tricell, which, like, I think this takes place, it's within two years post Resident Evil 4. Cause in Resident Evil 4, you go and save the president's daughter, and it's the same president in this. So I think it takes place pre Resident Evil 5. I don't really know for sure. Or Tricell and uh, has become a thing. Like, it's just, it's just, it's messy. It's not, well put together and it just doesn't make sense yeah like it was it was very boring you, you had mentioned like the animation too like i feel like the entire time the backgrounds well not the entire time but at least like a lot of what i re- what i do remember is the backgrounds looking hyper realistic at times and then being jarringly off-putting when the actual characters showed up and looked incredibly cartoony mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it, it was very bad it is not worth the hour and a half two hours that it takes to watch them it's two yeah. hours. It's a little closer. Um, yeah, just don't don't waste your time with yeah. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Wait, wait for the live action reboot in November. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're, they they have some good CG movies with uh, De- Degeneration. I think there's one or two others. Like I've enjoyed those. I've seen them. I can't like it's been a while since I watched them, so I can't like fully remember. But I do remember enjoying them, and like they had they they were less political and more like kind of Resident Evil, what the hell is this organization doing, and and zombie viruses, and super serums, and whatever. But this just, like, just none of it was, like, none of it was connecting for me. And, like, they even, they had the, quote, big boss, which was the dumbest fucking fight in the world, because the boss wasn't even trying to kill them. He was just trying to escape to make it known that, like, somebody in the United States was trying to attack China, and it wasn't the president. But it was someone who was influencing the president. It was stupid. Yeah, it was so dumb. So Drew, you, I, I, our stunning reviews of this, or stellar reviews. You, you're going to just drop everything and watch this when we're done recording, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I know you're into the political satire, Drew. I really think you would definitely get it and love this. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's it's a shame it was as bad as it was. Yeah, I was I was like I I kind of forgotten that this was happening but also was looking forward to it kind of like i couldn't remember when it was coming out but i knew that it was happening and i was looking forward to it and it just it was it was just a bummer that it like it just wasn't good i agree i definitely agree um i do have a little bit of sort of breaking news that was actually it it was hours ago i just didn't see it before Mm -hmm. uh so final fantasy posted on facebook earlier on july 27th final fantasy 5 and 6 will be delisted from Steam and uh, mobile stores, and will both return with their Pixel remasters on July 29th. The same thing is going to happen with Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2, and it looks like uh, Final Fantasy 3 will, like, all of them will be out on the same day, but those four are all being delisted. Okay. So it looks like the only the only ones not being delisted are Final Fantasy 3 and 4, because they're, like, the, um, the 3D chibi style. Mm-hmm. Right. So they... I, they actually renamed them on the App Store. I forget what they renamed them to, but they're like Final Fantasy like 3D remake or something like that. That sounds right. Um, so they're, they're apparently going to leave those, but they're going to uh, delist all of the other ones that are still in the more original-ish art style. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. That's that's something. I know people are still kind of bummed about those those things. Yeah. 
we'll wait and see, but they're maybe not as good as they should be. <laughs> That's yeah. And I, like They've I'm still bummed choices. that they're not just going right to to like console. Yeah. Because I would certainly buy some of some of them on Switch to play them, but definitely don't want to play them on mobile. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since I finished up Gundam Double O last week, I started Turn a Gundam this week. I've it never is, even heard of that. So it's from 1999. Um, it basically, as far as like the well-known Gundams go, it came between uh, Gundam Wing and Gundam Seed. Okay. There were there were some others in there too, like uh, After War Gundam X happened between Wing and Turn of Gundam, but that show was not well liked and was canceled after thirty nine episodes. Mm-hmm. So you know, but yeah, so Turn of Gundam is like I said from nineteen ninety nine. It is the most radically different Gundam show I've ever seen or heard of. Okay. Um, the, there is no mobile suit at all in the first episode. None. Uh, the the whole setting of this show is like turn of the century, like early 1900s. It's not that that time frame, but that's what everyone dresses like that. Uh cars are more motor coach than cars. Like the the people sit in like a like a, a coach section in the back while the driver sits up front uncovered. Mm-hmm. Um like cameras are those weird accordion looking cameras that take the pictures upside down and everything. Like it's very very old school. Uh they have blimps, they have like twin propeller planes that are like the open top planes and everything like that. Yeah. So, like, not the sort of, like, future technological stuff that you, you expect to see out of a Gundam thing, where, like, people are living in space, and wars are fought by various types of giant mobile suits and shit. Just super fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the only technology you really see is these three characters at the very beginning land in some sort of rocket ship on the Earth. So, the, the story for Turner Gundam, sometime, like, 2,000 years prior to the, 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 the beginning of the series... Uh, the Earth was in some sort of cataclysmic war, and shit was bad, so a bunch of people just fucking said bye and went and lived on the moon for 2,000 years. Okay. Those people still technologically advanced because they've been living on the fucking moon. Uh, it seems like civilization basically restarted on Earth. Uh, so now 2,000 years later, the moon race, as they're called, want to come back to Earth. They, they want to resettle on the Earth where, you know, it's not the moon. Like, there are plants and water, and they can go outside and not die. Yeah. Um. And they apparently like from from everything that they've said early on in the show, like they're asking to have like a section of North America that is not densely populated. Like they're not really going to be like hurting anybody by repopulating that area. But the people that live on the Earth are being douchey about it. So then these Moon Race people are then in turn being douchey right back. Um. At some point, like so, two years prior to the show, um, well, like where the show is currently, they sent three teenagers to earth as sort of a a reconnaissance mission so that they could see if it was worth coming back to earth Mm -hmm. at the same time they actually opened communications with the people that were ruling north america to like try and come to some sort of agreement and they refused so once they kind of got all the intel from the three people that they had sent down uh they attacked like with mobile suits and shit like they're just like what are you gonna do in your fucking dinky little airplanes and motor coaches like we got fucking mobile suits with fucking laser guns fuck everybody um which was shitty because they killed a bunch of innocent people that had no idea what was going on or that there were people that lived on the moon yeah uh it turns out though that in this old war uh mobile suits from 2000 years ago survived and were just kind of buried underground one of them 
they call the white doll what they thought was just a big stone statue that uh was actually the Gundam of the series the Turner Gundam okay. they have yet they have yet to use the word Gundam uh they the uh the earth people call it the white doll and then the moon race call it the mustached mobile suit cuz if you look up the Turner Gundam Gundam it looks like it's got like a pointy mustache I bet you I've seen this. Yeah, it's actually, it is honestly kind of a cool design for the mobile suit. And the, the whole aesthetic of this show, it's actually kind of like, like a Miyazaki movie almost. Okay. Like it feels like something out of Studio Ghibli, especially in that first episode where there's no mobile suits or fighting or anything. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually zero conflict at all in the first episode. It's very, very Studio Ghibli. Even like the music and just like there's people like bathing in a river and shit like that and having this, uh, coming of age ceremony and stuff like that like it's just it is not what you expect from a gundam series in in a weird way and and even the animation is very different from any of the other gundam series um i'm only about eight episodes in so things haven't really escalated too much yet but i'm definitely more intrigued about what's going on just because unlike where i felt uh double o just had it had too many moving pieces i feel like this one is kind of like just right like it it's got two opposing sides they're both kind of in the wrong for different reasons and then your main character uh laron it's l-a-r-o-n i believe he he's the one that's piloting the suit he's technically moon race but he wants to protect the earth people too because he just spent two years like living among them and like being part of their culture um so he's kind of like trying to stop the mobile suits of the moon race while also trying to convince the people of earth that like we're all people like Stop hating each other. We're just people. Which, like, yeah. that's right, Gundam. Like, those shows are very anti-war, like, stop the conflict sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, And up to episode eight, nobody knows that the pilot of the white doll is actually from the moon. So, like, his friends on Earth have no idea that he's from the moon other than his two other friends that are also from the moon. And the people from the moon that have interacted with him as the pilot actually think he is a woman named Lara. Okay. Uh, because like the, it's actually kind of kind of douchey. The I guess the general or whoever he is, he he's in charge of things for the Earth. He's like a younger guy, and he's kind of shitty. And he just he thought the kid looked feminine, and his name was Laron, so he, he he's just called him Laura for the last two years. Okay, yeah. Um, and because he's done that, he continued to do that after he found the mobile suit and became the pilot for it and everything. Uh, so the enemies heard him referred to as Laura while they were having, like, peace talks and just assume it's a woman. So, like, they had a big party, like, to try and, like, bring peace between the two cultures. And, like, he had to dress up like a woman to pretend that the pilot was actually a woman. Like, it's just, it was weird. It wasn't, like, super bad weird because they definitely tried to make it, it. You know how, like, anime can often be very dismissive of stuff like that? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. not even just dismissive, just, like, downright sort of, like shitty about it uh this wasn't they didn't do that here they actually made it seem like it was i don't want to say normal because it's not a thing he'd ever done before but not a big deal like one of his friends that was a female kind of like helped him out and like taught him and they it just kind of flowed easily mm-hmm. uh which was which was nice like they it, they didn't make it like this weird awkward objective thing um but yeah eight episodes in i am incredibly confused by this show but I, I'm interested because, like, there's no action really so far. And you're you, like, even when there is, like, these mobile suits are not what I'm used to from any other Gundam show. Even the even the Moon Race who have the more elaborate suits, 
they're they're still kind of like old technology, let's say. Like one a few of them look like ATSTs. Like they're just two legs with like a rounded head. Okay. Also the Gundam actually like the cockpit is actually a cockpit. Like it is right in the fucking groin. <laughs> and then like to get out because they don't, you know, they're not in space so far at all. And they don't have like the technology for like the the big like chassis harnesses things that you would normally have for the the mobile suits when they're on like in gravity. Um the cockpit just lowers the ground so it's like ball a ball descending. It's very weird. It's a very weird visual to just see like this round thing just drop from this mobile suit's like between its legs. Yeah. But yeah, so far it is interesting. It's another if I'm eight episodes in, it's two episode fifty, so probably won't talk about it again until I I finish it up. But at least early impression, I am I am intrigued by this one. It sounds very like you said, very different. Um, I it, it is it's that's it's a weird one. That is definitely. Yeah, because it's just, you're, you're so used to, like, the Gundam being, like, the big technological marvel, and there being some sort of conflict already kind of established, and that's just not really the case here. Like, up until the moon actually attacked, there was no conflict in this country at all. Like, everyone was actually pretty peaceful and happy. Yeah. Um, there is one thing that I did find out just when kind of researching the show, and it's not so much a spoiler, but apparently... This was meant to be a bridge between other series to sort of unify them. So I guess at some point near the end of the series, there are bits that allude to the Universal Century timeline, which is the the original Gundam timeline, Mm -hmm. uh, which would put this, you know, if this is 2,000 years after a war, then it's, you know, maybe 3,000 years past um, where, like, the original Gundam happened. So this is, like, far, far future, which explains how it kind of, like, time sort of reset itself and came back around. Like, civilization was decimated so much that they had to just restart everything. Yeah. Kind of like, there is a show that did that. not And not The Walking Dead, where, like, everything fell apart and they had to, like, oh, revolution. That's what it was. Um, They lost the ability for electricity, so they had to, you know, figure things out without it. Oh, right. I'm trying to remember I- that show. Yeah, it was from, like, tw- I think it came out in 2012, and it ran for, like, two years. Um, and, yeah, like, like something happened, and, like, the entire world lost its power, like, at yeah. once. Yeah, and then I I, I was I watched the first season, because at the end of the first season, they got power back, and I was like, well, this doesn't make the show interesting <laughs> anymore. Well, so they only got a little bit of power back, and then they lost it again. Like, it wasn't, like, a full power back thing. It's a shame that that show got canceled without like a proper ending because it was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it w- it was a very interesting show. That one, and I remember the same time there was a show um, with the captain from Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, about um, a nuclear sub that that like didn't want to fire the nuke, so they went to a, an island in Hawaii and quote held the town hostage because they didn't want to fire the nuke. It was very lost esque. I remember this. It was like called like Last Resort or something like that. That's it's that's exactly what it was called. And that like I think that had one season, and they were yeah. able to film like a pseudo finale to that one season because they were only getting like they 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 did get like a legit finale because they got kind of canceled or just like they knew they weren't getting a second season early enough to where they were able to get like reshoots for the finale. Yeah, now it was September 2012 to January 2013. It was only thirteen episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, that, and that that wasn't a bad show. I actually I remember enjoying it. Sorry, sorry to bring it onto another tangent and then kind of just slip off. Yeah, no worries. I, but yeah, I, if the Turner Gundam, 
so far kind of kind of interesting. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. super intrigued by it. Downside is the only way to watch it legally is to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD. But Blu-ray is actually cheaper because for some reason anime DVDs are still very expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. which like having to buy the physical media for that stuff when it's split across two sets does kind of suck. But so far, it's an interesting enough series that it's worth the eighty-ish dollars you probably have to spend to get both sets. Mm-hmm. So, or it's I mean, awesome. it's the it's the internet. Like there are other ways to get this stuff. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Rich, you and I both saw Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, I I wasn't sure if I was going to go to the theaters or see it or not, but we had an extra ticket, so I was like, sure, I'll go see it. Um, and it, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Like, I, I didn't hate it. Like, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I just, it was, to me, very middle of the road Marvel. Like, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. It was there. Like, I see a lot of people sitting there, like, comparing it and saying, like, it's as bad as Thor 2. And I'm like, I wouldn't say it's as bad as Thor 2. Like, I, I, it's just, it's very middle of the road. Probably could have just been a series and it might have been better. But it was also, it was fine. Yeah, I think it would have been better if it came out like two years ago when it was supposed to, where it could have just been sort of a cap to phase three rather than this yeah. sort of, I don't even know what to call it at this point, because it's, it's not like the beginning of phase, sorry, the dog's barking downstairs. It, it's not the beginning of phase four, but it, it is it, at it the was, same time. It, and that's the thing, it was originally supposed to be the beginning of phase four. I can't remember if, like, I think that was supposed to come out before falcon and winter soldier think i'm pretty sure it was too because it was supposed to be out i think it was originally supposed to come out last april and so the the stinger at the end was supposed to bring a little bit more intrigue because we wouldn't have met those characters until after falcon and winter one of those characters until falcon and winter soldier yeah and i so just be fair like i figured we'll, we'll skip Spoilers since it just came out this past week. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil. I just think, like it's not gonna be spoiling, but like, yeah, it's. I, I, I. It probably would have been better if it came out before the series. Then maybe we would have liked it more. Maybe I would have thought it was a little bit better. But overall, I just I thought it was just fine. I thought it was just very middle of the road Marvel and just like it wasn't ground. It's still like when I say middle of the road Marvel. It's still better than anything DC has done and a really good movie, but it just doesn't hold up to a lot of the great Yeah, and it's one of those, it drags in certain parts in a weird way, and there are a lot of things that you don't really get a proper payoff for. Mm -hmm. But I think they did do a very good job building up the relationship between, like, the the core characters. Yeah. Um, And, like, Yelena was a a wonderful character to add to to the the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I hope they they use her more because like now that they don't have Black Widow like she is also essentially Black Widow like in the comics she was Black Widow so like yeah it works and and we're just we're gonna have to wait and see until after all of this Phase Four stuff that is going on ends to see how they bring it all together because of what they're essentially building with what Stinger did and and everything else like it's just they're they're building up to something great. I just, I hope they, they pull it off for movie size and not just keep it with series wise. But like the, like that, that character, Elena could, should, should definitely be in Avengers movies. And uh, what I want to say is kind of getting into spoiler territory. So I'm not going to say it. Uh, but like it's, it, it could be, it should be and could be good what they can build her up to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, 
I figured maybe maybe we'll plan a time to do like a little bit of like a spoiler chat on this. But there was something I, I saw like a list of little um like they weren't even quite Easter eggs, but um there are a lot of there were a lot of things they did in this movie that were callbacks to like the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that was pointed out that I actually thought was actually really cool, um, her first appearance in a Marvel movie in Iron Man Two was her walking towards the camera, um, when she was like entering the gym where Tony and Happy were sparring. Um, the final shot of her in the MCU is her walking away from the screen as she's walking to the Quinjet. I didn't even think about that. That's that. That is that's a cool little little. It's probably a coincidence, but it's... no, that seems very intentional. Yeah, like I... it, if it's a coincidence, it's a very very big coincidence. It seems like some somebody probably thought thought about that. Um, it... It's just like the vest, like the vest throughout that movie. That's the vest that she's wearing in Infinity War the whole time. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's. I, I'll have to go back and watch it. And like, there's or some other stuff. That. Like, there are things that Loki says in the Avengers while the two of them are talking that have an actual impact on this movie. Oh, really? Not uh, impact's the wrong word, but like, he says a thing in Avengers, and it's a thing that's actually brought up in this movie. Okay. Um, yeah. Same thing, Budapest. We finally found out what happened to fucking Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> It's that's a bit they do in the movie, Drew, and is somebody calls it says Budapest, and she corrects it's Budapest, and they go back and forth. And I was thinking Cobb would do it, but no, he doesn't do bits. I don't. I'm not a fucking improv artist. <laughs> also, I, I I can't do that either. Like I can't. I can't. I, I was trying it the other day. I can't. I can't do Budapest. Uh, yeah, see, I can do Budapest. I for some reason like my mouth doesn't do the thing right. You can't go Budapest. Yeah. No. You can't go S C H T all at the same time. Budapest. Shit. Shit. No, see, it just comes out of shit. Shit. Budapest. No, I had the same problem. Um, when when it's when we were when we first got Kaylee and we had like a trainer um come out to like trying to help us with her um her like anxiety and everything like that. A behaviorist more than a trainer. Um, she had told us to to make this sound where it was kind of like a sh sound, but with like a hard T at the end. Um, and I can't do it. Like I just I can't make the sound. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I- but, I mean, it, you, you, it is weird to go Budapest. It's like, it is a weird, like, I, I don't know, like, it, 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 like, a weird mouthfeel to say it like that. I get it. Like, yeah, I, I can understand. Like, it's kind of like rolling your R's. Not everyone can, like, roll their R's if they're trying to. Which I can do that like a fucking champ. Uh, I'm 50-50 on it. I can't really do it all that great. I can't at all. I, I wasn't no, even going to try. The only fucking thing I can do from Spanish... I mean, I can do a little bit more from Spanish class, but no, I can roll R's. Like, it's... I can do it all fucking day. Um, but yeah, Black Widow, like, honestly, go see it. But also, at the same time, like, I don't think you're missing much if you don't. Like, you can wait until it's in on Disney Plus and be fine, especially since the next movie is The Eternals. The next movie after that is Thor? No, is Doctor Strange... And then the next movie after that is Thor. Also, Spider-Man is in December. And Spider-Man is in December. Like, I don't think this movie is going to have any sort of direct connection with any of those. That not seeing this movie won't really affect the the storytelling experience of the next three or four Marvel movies. Yeah, I think the only place we might see Black Widow references in general, not just not just to this movie, just to Natasha is in Hawkeye because they they had a close relation. Yeah. And we haven't because of the way Endgame wraps up, like like you know Hawkeye got his family back, but you never really see the fallout of how he dealt with the fact that she gave her life 
so that he could go back to his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say anymore. Yeah, but like I said, maybe maybe we'll plan like a like a day in a week or two, and we'll do like a like a thirty minute like spoiler chat and like tack it on to a, to an episode or something. Yeah, we could probably do that. You two go right ahead. Yeah, because I mean, Drew, you're probably not going to watch it until it's free on Disney Plus. I would assume. I don't even know. I'll watch it then. Honestly, I could give zero fucks about this. Oh, that's right. You movie. you hate prequels. I forgot about that. It's not necessarily prequels. It's this. Why? Why the? Why? Just why? So a whole bunch of why. Like I get it. It was actually nice to see. I like the fact that they they introduced some characters that can definitely be used later on. They wrapped up a bunch of things about Natasha in it. Um, and it sort of gave her a chance to actually be fleshed out a little bit more. And I also I don't see this as a prequel as much of an origin story that just happens to take place prior to Endgame and shit like. I don't. I don't consider that a prequel. It's an origin story. I mean, by definition, it's not an origin though. Like, who's in an origin it, for? It's an origin for Elena, for the new Black Widow. Okay, like I guess that that is somewhat true. But like, we also don't know if she's going to be used like uh, like as w- a Black with, Widow either. Without spoiling and knowing what generally Black Widow is and that stinger, she will be. Um, I mean, she will be used at least one more time, but we don't know. Because like, like Marvel's not hot and isn't signing people on for uh for contracts like they were before, so we just don't know. And they've got so many movies lined up over the next few years. Mm-hmm. That, and also Loki is the only one that they've renewed for a second season, so who knows how that's going to go? Though all of the Disney Plus shows got a ton of fucking Emmy nominations. I'm I'm gonna say right here right now, saying that Lo- finding if I found out before I saw Loki that there was a second season, that's a fucking spoiler right there. I don't think it is. It 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 is. Like, the way this, like, just go go into it not knowing that there's going to be a second season. Like, when you go to watch it, that's that's all you get. Like, go into it not knowing there's going to be a second season. But so, like, knowing that that is one of their most popular characters, and that there's not really a, another reason to kill him again, like, why wouldn't they leave it open for... And, and honestly, with all the time travel shit, like, there's no reason they couldn't do another Loki again, season and again, have it be a completely different Loki. Again, I cannot say. I cannot comment any further, but once you watch it, I think you'll understand. Probably. I mean, I probably won't be watching it till tomorrow or Friday. But I know. I know. Once you watch it, I think you'll understand as to why the announcement of Loki Season 2 being made from some platforms at 8 o'clock this morning before people even got a fucking chance to watch the show. For me, that can... But that's news. No, it's that's, not. That's no, news. Um, yes, it is. You, it's you have not watched the show though. It is different. And I never will. Has Falcon and Winter Soldier? <laughs> has 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 uh uh Wandavision? Have either of them gotten sequel announcements? No. Did they? No, because they're not renewed. Because they haven't been renewed. Because <laughs> they like they go knowing that I trying not to spoil it. I can't. I can't say what happens. But you're but, looking at it as you like having already watched it. Me having not watched it yet and not like Drew doesn't give a fuck about the show or spoilers. So hit no offense, Drew, your opinion doesn't matter. Um, oh yeah, no, my opinion is who gives a fuck about spoilers? Just watch the things. Just watch it anyway. Who cares? But so I, as I care. me who who I care. Like I I don't yeah. want to be spoiled. But also like I haven't seen the finale yet. I don't think that like me going into it like oh I, that's cool. It, it got another season. Like, that doesn't bother me at all going into the, the final episode. Because, like, even if they, like, pretended to kill... Even if they pretend to kill Loki in this final episode, and then I'm and I'm left, like, wondering, like, oh, 
how are they going to do season two now if he's dead? They already announced season two, so like we know we're getting season two. Um, it's there's it's it's Loki and his time travel. They've killed him four fucking times already. Mm-hmm. Like, like he just keeps coming back. It, like if if I had like I said if I had seen that before I'd watched it and then watched it I'd been I I like I'd been like well look it's I don't know I just don't think I I don't think that should have been like. It, 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 and it's more on Disney for making the announcement this morning, yeah, so, and less on I mean, the uh, less on the the media outlets. But like, I don't think they should have made that announcement eight hours after the show was released on Disney Plus at midnight. Like, they should have waited a few days to be like, oh, by the way, because uh, one of the last things that happens shows is Loki will return in season two. It, during the credits, it, sh- it says that. So it's like that's a big thing that they show during the credit, and it's like I mean, does everyone sit all the way through the credits? Oh, no, no, no I don't. Like. It's 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 like it's what they did with the rest of the Marvel movie. Like right as the credits are rolling, they say that first. Oh, like 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 they did with Back to the Future Two when it says you know Back to the Future will return with Back to the Future Three or To Be Continued or whatever they did. Or or like with with the the Marvel movies with the Marvel movies where when they don't have a mid mid uh or when they do have a mid but don't have a post credit scene they would do the mid credit scene and then write so and so will return in such like they throw the credits and like within like as the credits are rolling the first thing you see is loki will return in season 2 and i i for me i was like oh mind blown because of how it ends and but uh, i i mean i i, w- I wasn't expecting up until that point of seeing that and how it ends and everything that happens, I was not expecting a season two of Loki until I saw it. And it's because of, like, it, it's just, I know it's news, but I also feel like that's sort of spoilery. Look, somebody said me saying, don't try to stay away from fucking social media to avoid spoilers is a spoiler. So people can consider any fucking thing a spoiler. If I say... Which an is an exactly ounce, why uh, if, if I say the a, correct opinion is spoilers don't matter. Spoilers? <laughs> look, that's... You don't, you're, you're not a person who cares about scripted stuff, though. Like, you, you, you watch a lot of, like, you watch a lot of sports, you watch a lot of, uh-huh. um, shitty scripted, uh, wrestling, which you've even said is the worst part of the wrestling. Like, what is the last story thing that you've really cared about? Um, like, as it was actively ongoing? Yeah. House, which was, like, 20 Jesus years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, that and ended that... in 2012. And that, like... Okay, it's more recent than I thought. And that even, like, but... that was a procedural show. Like, All right, it didn't actually, ha- really have... It did have a cohesive story, but that's a procedural It story. had a major, massive, long-going character storyline. Like, don't take that shit away from House. No, like, it, like... But, like, House is a show that you can watch the first... Like, the fifth episode of season one and the fourth episode of season three and... You wouldn't really be missing much, if anything, at all. Uh, wildly disagree. Like, I th- you could jump around season one and be okay, but after that, it definitely like the the ongoing arcs the, went between seasons uh, yeah. in such a way, especially yeah. when it came the, to like the original team leaving, him having to find a new team, some of those characters his, floating in and out, his relationships with. The boss with uh with Wilson, and Cuddy, like, and the I can't forget uh, yeah. his name. The the fucking giant black dude that was in charge of the hospital for a while that hated uh-huh. him. Uh, the cop mm-hmm. that fucking hated him that he gave the rectal exam to or the rectal thermometer <laughs> to. Uh huh. 
like and that that played out i think through an entire season where like you definitely had to have watched the whole season or you wouldn't understand like when like those little things popped up yeah it's not a fucking sitcom where you can watch any random episode hey, and it doesn't that is matter. also not entirely true like rich you're watching <laughs> fucking how i met your mother like that show definitely yeah. has a pretty like not every episode is tied together but like there's a a pretty strong narrative through most of the that series outside of like it actually being a story but, being told but like it's also there there are background stories in in other like in in uh law and order and like there are character stories yes, in law and order like there are but that's like that's a procedural is what i said like house is it has those stories but episode to episode it's primarily a procedural where it's what is this case this week and, and yeah you're normally not tuning but, into house for the monster of the week as much as what douchebag thing is house going to do to it, somebody this week exactly though like it but it's how is he going to be a douche and like what what is like but that that's just i don't know I, I, yeah oh, and i will i cared about the first like four seasons of walking dead when did that show get bad Cobb? season two Season All right. No, I'm, I'm, I cared I'm about the it first like season five. No, season five is when it started. Okay. Like, I watched until like season eight, seven, and then stopped. But I wasn't liking it from like five on. Yeah, I, I want to say Sarah and I stopped at the end of four. Maybe it was five. I don't fucking remember. But so maybe, maybe Walking Dead for a little while. But basically, by the time yeah, I got like, to Alexandria, the show had already started going downhill, and Alexandria is yeah. where it really went downhill. Yeah. 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 Which I want to say was like season five or six, because I like fucking because the second half of season two was the the prison finally because the first half was all the farm right or no I right. actually all of season two was the farm wasn't it I don't even fucking remember anymore I, fucking who knows I don't uh, know so they the governor was split between two half seasons across season three and four and I they didn't yes. get to Alexandria until season at the end of season no. Terminus was the end of season four. when they got to Terminus was the end of season season five okay. they got to Alexandria and uh-huh. killed the guy at the end of season five of Alexandria I believe and then season the beginning of season six was that uh, split timeline black and white not black and white episode where it was like what happened immediately after with what happened uh, like current day or something like that. I think that was the breakdown I don't 100% remember recall correctly I, but I think that was the Sure, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, no, I don't generally watch, like, ongoing scripted television, because it's not entertaining to me. It's not good to me. Like, but like, there hasn't been anything compelling and interesting. But, like, not not even just television. Like, video games, or even, like, books. Like, have, like, it's story, like, and there's nothing wrong with not liking story beats or not really care, caring a lot about story stuff. But, like, what is the most recent game that you really cared about the story uh hades i've played 90 fucking hours of that game i i i mean okay that's i have missed the entire story in hades like there is a a shit ton of story and character development and way more going on in that game than fucking what's the last game you played with the fucking story that's like actually compelling and shit like uh I'm going to Monster be, Hunter. I'm going to be getting Monster Hunter stories. Um, Is that like, uh, let's see what 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 are the most recent games of Avengers? Um, Avengers did have a good story. Um, okay, uh, that what, was the one thing. About what was that what was that game that I complained about because it was disappointing? Although I cared about the story. Um, you, you said Avengers already. Well, no, they're, they're, <laughs> they're no, but 
It was uh, uh, Outriders. Outriders. That? Um, like I play. I don't know. I mean, I'm in the middle of playing Fallout Four because I've never actually like I. Yeah, I, that game's from uh, what seven I, look, years ago. Yeah, I know, but like I'm just like I play. I beat. I played a hundred hours of that game. Yeah. Like I play plenty of shit with story in it. You just don't care about the story half the time. Uh, not really. I mean, that's not the case. I will say, like, but, I mean, like the thing that actually kept me interested in Hades was actually the narrative part of it. Um, I still fell off of it because I just get bored with that sort of game, like the game loop. Mm-hmm. But like, that did have a really interesting narrative. I yeah, it's got what that's like a hundred and fifty thousand lines of voice dialogue in that game, I, something I, like that, I, something ridiculous. I obviously didn't play that enough because I got no story from that or. No, you like, didn't. You did not pay attention to that fucking game. I did yeah. pay attention to it. Like, <laughs> no, you d- clearly fucking did. I, no, I, ha- I on, got rich. What? Hang on. So <laughs> the story, the story in Hades is very much a you have to go looking for it by like honestly, like you have to die, like you have to get like get to a place. Sorry, I, I the microphone. Die. Get back to the beginning. Talk to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go back I, in. Die again. Talk like you have to mm-hmm. do it. You, like you really have to die a that. lot to get like the I, narrative going. Because it wasn't until I got to at least the second boss. I um, I got to the third fucking area, the first boss in the third fucking area. I died a lot. No, no. What I'm saying and is, I it wasn't until I got to, to this. It wasn't until I got to the second boss that like I really started to get like story stuff out of people. Because you start getting um uh I can't think of her name. Like basically the the um. The personification of darkness, I think she was. Like, Nyx. Nyx, there you go. Where, like, she starts popping up and telling you stuff, and the Valkyrie starts showing up a little more often to talk to you because you keep beat, you beat her more than just that one time, and then characters start going missing from around there. Like, um, uh, Achilles goes missing and stuff like that. So you can't talk to him that time, and you gotta start giving people the nectar or whatever that shit was. Like, that, mm-hmm. there was a lot, yeah. lot of story yeah. there. And here's the thing. I never had any fucking nectar because I could never fucking get it because it's too fucking random. Like, that, that, and that, if, if I need to get a fucking item to get more fucking story, then I'm sorry, you're, you're doing it wrong. I, I mean, at the very beginning, it is hard to come by. Intentionally. It's very intentional. Like, as you play that game, you get more and more and more. Like, as you're getting more and more story, the thing, everything. You get more and more everything as you're playing that game. Yeah, I did not put like, that much time into it compared to Drew in any way, shape, or form. But I did get to a point where I was getting, like, the Nectar pretty regularly. Like, you might not get it every run, but, like, you get to a point where you have it. Like Yeah, but, like, don't get me wrong. I... Or where you almost certainly will get one to give to someone that you want to progress story I, I mean, with. Don't, don't get me wrong. I talked to everyone, and everyone had at least one nectar in them. Like, I had at least one heart in everyone in the lobby areas. Like, I do talk to everyone. But, like, I, it's... I, I I know Greek mythology, so I know basic story. I know... I don't know all of Greek mythology, but a lot of the characters, I've, I know basic... They're basic stories. And I was... I, I just... I... I... I didn't like the gameplay enough to want to push me forward in more of it. God, the gameplay is so well. <laughs> I, I I thought it's just I thought it was very dry. I thought it was very like the, the the it was monotonous and mundane and just and this is coming from a guy who likes games like City Skylines and fucking No Man's and Sky, Avengers, and 
but, fucking played but, the sh- a bunch of fucking uh, Outriders, which but was there's, like, like mundane and boring shit. Outriders had really good gunplay and has uh, no, has it didn't. Re- has, it, it was fine, and and has has really good abilities and differences in abilities. Like, and yeah, I, if I play more, it gets I my, maybe my my combos get better or I don't know, but like I, I've said this before. If I have the fists and I press square five times and he just punches forward and he can't move when punching and all he does is punches forward, like, give me combos. Give me style. Like, that's, like... But the game is not about, like, the combos are you should be punching and dashing and then using the the Y attack, the top button attack, because it is coming out on everything you know like it's not a combo from just using the same one ability over and over again that's like saying in fucking monster hunter you should get a combo when you literally just hit the light attack every single time but you do like every time you hit the light attack it adds to the combo up to five hits it's a different slash every time you hit it up to however many hits of the depending on the weapon if you're using the sword and shield every time you hit the, the the light attack button it does a different slash connected to the combo if it's in time instead of punch and punch 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 the punch. five but it's it's fucking punches what do you want them to fucking do punch uppercut like, sidewinder kick the uppercut is the different button upper but like and make that fit in make a punch with a triangle with an uppercut instead of just like it's just like you 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 were like you play fucking Musou you game. played like, that game wrong when I when I played this was after I had played. Hyrule Warriors, and you called me out on playing a Musou game, but that game has more fucking style than this because every no, it yes it does because if you hit <laughs> if you hit the light attack button twice and then hit the the, the the heavy attack button, he does two slashes and then a and an ability, and then if you hit the light attack button three times and then the heavy attack button, he does a different fucking ability that has style that has finesse and that has to. You have to figure out what works for the situation you're in and what you're doing. Hades is exactly the fucking same. Also, just like, I'm just going to throw this out, out here. Hades, Supergiant Games, 20 people made that game. Outriders, like, People Can Fly, 320. Yeah, like, look, it's... I guess I just... Koei Tecmo, giant fucking company. Yeah, like, more people can do... I just, like... I and, don't, like, like I said, I just... I don't get it. Yeah, the art is nice. The music is fine. It's not... It's nothing. I I I think it's not the greatest in my personal opinion. It's fine, but it's just to me. I just don't get it. I don't get the hype. <sighs> I and and if I I don't find the gameplay that good, or at least I don't find the progression of gameplay to get more to like that enjoyable to push me to continue to play forward to get the better stuff because I don't like how it is and how it's done. That's- but you fucking like the Muso game. You know, like fucking Link has four different fucking fighting styles. With each, he has he has four different fucking weapons. You could choose. You could choose spear. You could choose sword. You could choose heavy weapon. Three, not four. My bet. Actually, the master sword is a different kind of fighting style. Fucking Zelda has two different kind of fighting styles. And again, you can upgrade and different combos and different hits and do different things. Each character combos matter so much. Like, yeah, again, like, you come back to combos like it's that big of a thing, but when, like, you want every, it's like you want every game to always be a BB, a BBA is a different set of attacks every time, and instead of having to kind of make that happen on your own, which you can, 
and I don't know, Hades has six different weapons with three different forms each, which all act, or four different forms each, and then the final forms are way different. Uh, actually, like, all the forms are really different from each other, so the shield has four different fighting styles, because, like, the one fucking turns it into a flying saw blade instead of, like, a Captain America bounce around thing, and, like, like I said, there's so much more depth to Hades than you want to give it credit for, because you bounced off it real fast. It's if if because you didn't find the depth in it, like you didn't, you want it to be this. No, I I want to enjoy it. I just with the level of progress and how fucking random it it is, and like I I'm sorry, I'm not I I can't I can't put ninety hours into that fucking. I can't like. If, if I don't find the initial game enjoyable, and if I don't find the progression that I need to get to the point to actually enjoy it, enjoyable, I'm not gonna keep fucking playing it. Which you shouldn't. If I, and, and if I don't find the story enjoyable, which, because I haven't seen any story apparently, even though I talk to everyone every time I die, if I don't like find any intrigue, and, 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 and like something to pull me in to, to, to wanna know, like, I, I'm not going to keep playing. Like, there's nothing that's pulling me in to keep playing. It's something that's still on my Switch, and maybe I'll jump to it from time to time, but it's not something that's going to keep... There's nothing there for me, personally, to keep me in. Yeah, and you, and you shouldn't force yourself to play something if it's not drawing you in. Like, you gave it a chance. It's it's the same thing, like, like when we were um, arguing about Monster Hunter. Like, I, I played, like, five or so hours of Monster Hunter. I did not like it, and it's like, it's not for me. Like, it, it's that simple. But, like, it's also, like, Drew, like, it's, you can't really compare Rich liking a Musou game to not liking this game. That's, like, us saying, like, well, you like shitty wrestling, like, storyline stuff, so, like, why don't you like these Marvel superhero shows? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, you're not wrong from the high-level concept of that, but it's, it's like... Com- comparing bits and pieces because like, I don't know. combat wise they're, they're drastically different like honestly like H- Hades is definitely more like there's a lot of nuance to it because you do have to figure out what what power actually works the best and like you have to hope that when you get into that first room where you get like your like you get to pick like your main like secondary attack or whatever you want to call it that like you get something that actually you like and that you can work with well whereas like in the Musou games like they're all about just like big flashy moves against hordes of enemies. Like, yeah, it's about like having a combo because you're getting attacked. You're one person getting attacked by a hundred and just taking them all out in True. three or four slashes. Whereas Hades is not like it. In a lot of cases, Hades, you kind of want to be away from the action unless like you have like one of the short range weapons so that you have a little mm-hmm. more maneuverability. Yeah. But yeah, Rich, yeah. So, like, don't play stuff that you don't like. That's stupid. No, I, I like it. It's. I, I, I would, like, I, the last time I played something that I didn't like was to push myself through to beat, um, uh, what, what the fuck was that game? Uh, Borderlands 2. And it was just like, because I was, at, at that time I was interested in Borderlands 3, but then playing Borderlands 2, I was just like, I don't fucking like this game, but I gotta beat it. And then I beat it, and I'm like, I'm never fucking playing a Borderlands game ever again. Because, honestly, these games aren't good. These games aren't that fun. And the comedy is just not my style that I don't care for. Yeah, and, I like, a lot of people have that that interpretation of them. Like, I only played a little bit of 2, didn't think it was all that good, so never bothered to play it again. It, it's I, I had the nostalgia glasses for 2. I really liked 2 when it first came out, but then when it was 
on sale in 2019, I think, for 20 bucks for the whole handsome. I bought it and went to play through it, and it was just like, what did I like about this? And I couldn't figure it out. Which, unfortunately, is a thing that I feel like happens more often than not when, like, you go back to stuff like that. Um, but, I don't know, that is probably a show, unless you guys have anything else. Everyone should play Hades, it's very, very good. Everyone should play Hades, like, <laughs> I'm not checking gonna, out. I'm not gonna say you shouldn't play Hades. I, like, like Cobb said with Monster Hunter, he can see the draw, and for me, I can see the draw, just for me, it's, there's no draw. But I can see the draw for other people, I can, like, I, I have other problems beyond just general gameplay, like, uh, also with, with, the, it, with the level of, quote, randomness that this game has, and that I kept seeing the same arenas over and over and over, was just too repetitive for me. And uh, fine, like, that's, that is, I, like, it, everyone should play it. Everyone should, I, I, I personally believe everyone should play every game and make their own decision on it. Fuck what anybody else has to say. If you want to play a game, play it. And that's, that's, like, go, if, if, if you don't like games that I don't like, then you don't like games I don't like. But if you like, if you like games I don't like, then, you know, more power to you. Play that game. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, and then don't... Oh, my my browser just went weird. Hang on. Come on. Catch up with yourself. <laughs> I was close, I was closing other things, and, like, Chrome went a little wonky. Um, oh, I love when that happens. Yeah, it's great. So, just a, a reminder, uh, the book club for this month that we'll talk about the first week of August are the narrative podcast, The Message, and Life After. You can find them on your favorite podcast app. They're all in the same feed. Mm-hmm. I forget who did them. Rich, do you remember off the top of your head who does them? Uh, um, GE Podcast, I believe. GE Podcast. Theater, uh, yes. yeah. yeah, no, that, yeah. That, sound, that sounds correct. Um, so yeah, check those out, and we'll talk about them in a couple of weeks. Um, I have to start those, because I keep forgetting to. Maybe I'll start start on tomorrow. I'll probably not listen to them until the week before. I, I'll, I'm probably going to... It's six hours. I'm, I'm probably going to listen to it tomorrow, because I've been running out of stuff to watch and for work. And then probably maybe listen to it once more before we record again. Y'all are crazy. I've, That's I've, six hours. I've I've listened to it enough that I I like I know I remember everything. That's like I said. I listen to it at least once a year. It's one day. I will listen. I can listen to the whole thing in one day if it's compelling enough. Yeah. So I don't ha- like I have to do enough for work generally that like like phone calls and things that like I don't actually have six hours where I can just listen to things. Um. But I will also forget to listen to it while it's playing in the background and have to go back and restart it if I do that. So I have to, like, pick a time and, like, I have to be strategic about it. Like, I have to listen to it for a little while and then stop and do something else and then come back and listen to it again for a little while. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll totally zone. Just kind of like with that Resident Evil thing. I will completely zone out and not remember anything that what that happened. And I want to actually, like, pay attention so that I, like, retain it. But anyway, if you like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest. Dot com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, then you can go to your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, all those places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequest online or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash video. And you can send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And then, Rich, you're going to be streaming throughout the week and everything? Uh, yeah, I've been streaming Fallout 4, twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts. Um, I, Friday and Saturday are iffy if I'm going to stream. I usually take those days off, but I'll probably be back. Uh, and Sunday this week, I might be off. 
but Monday through Thursday, generally around 7, 8 o'clock, and then uh, Sunday, sometimes in the afternoon, or uh, check it out, twitch.tv. Cool. And with that, we will, be, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.